Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's time for Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Second and seven. Irving breaks it back. Work will. Bounces it outside. He's got a burst. Bucky. Irving. Down the sideline. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company. Ben takes the shotgun snap. Bill Branson throws down the right sideline. And over the shoulder catch by Harrison. 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown, Beavers! Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillwork Supply Company in Beaverton. Or at GrillworksPDX.com. Football's so fun. This is our job. That's crazy. It's so fun. Now, here are your Football Sunday hosts, Rashad Taylor and Joe Fisher, on the Odyssey app and Portland's Sports Leader, 1080. You're about to get it right there. You're about to get this. No, don't say that. I'm not scared of you. Super Bowl Sunday. We have officially made it one of the most important days on the calendar here. Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz behind the glass producing things. Man, it's uh, it, it hit me this morning. It was almost like a Christmas Day morning feeling. Like it, it's here. It's Super Bowl Sunday. It's we, finally we yeah. Ha- we have made it. Yeah, it's a you know it's always a little bittersweet. You know, once we get to this point because we know. Obviously, last game of the year, so it's going to be... Well, it's such a long season that, like, you're in uh, September, October, November, you're like, damn, we still got a lot of football left. And, and then, obviously, I mean, I don't think about the preseason, but if you throw that in there, there are some people that get jacked from, you know, just knowing the preseason. <laughs> Seriously, just well, seeing the preseason. You're, you're not like, wrong. It's like, okay, football is here. Is a good it's, word. You know, it's time to kind of get into it. But, yeah, it's kind of the, this is the culmination of, you know, all those Thursdays, Sundays, Mondays. That we've been uh, spending for the last mm, what? It's eighteen weeks, eighteen eighteen weeks season now. Then three weeks of the playoffs. September, October, November. Yeah. So December. Our January. wives are like, hey, add like four weeks to what you're you're counting up right now. Yeah, I think the only people that really care about preseason football are like the actual NFL analysts and people that are gambling on preseason NFL football, yeah. which is something you 
probably That's shouldn't do. Insane to me. I think there's a number for that uh, that you should call and talk to someone. Get some help. Yeah. Uh, hey, I will say though, my buddy Tanner, I'm sure he has laid some scratch on some preseason NFL football, and he has won himself some money. There's one person I trust. I've almost considered making him our like uh, our sports Sunday bookie, like having him on and uh, telling us where to Does lay. Does he win a lot? Oh, <laughs> okay then. Yeah, sure. Yes, I'll but it is in here that's you know constantly. There are definitely moments though where he uh, he tells me what he's betting on, and I'm that's where I would say like you have that number on dial right like you have that number in your contacts 1-800 i need help or whatever it is like the whatever the gambling number is for our state hey if he's got those inside like tracks to who's playing and like dude they're feeling it this week they're trying to make the roster that's all the tip i need in that situation oh and it's not it does not just go to nfl preseason like he is uh he bets on baseball he'll go parlays for baseball there was one time last Yeesh. year I, I was texting him about uh, Louisville Cardinals basketball, non-sports betting related. I That's was, a weird text to send. Well, again, I knew that he would be like one of like two people in my life that I knew would know what's going on. And I said, did you see what happened to Louisville basketball? Because they lost to some random ass team. And he was like, oh, uh, are you talking about the, the sanctions? And I'm like, no, they lost to a school named Bellarmine. And I, I, I was like, that sounds like a fake school. It sounds made up. He's like, oh, yeah, I saw the spread on that. I was thinking about taking some scratch on that. I did take Tarleton State to cover plus 15 against Arizona State, Where? though. Tarleton State. Another made-up school. Yo. <laughs> and then he's throwing out coaches' Hey, man, names. what can you tell me about Creighton? Just kind of give me some some background. I see they're a three-point favorite. Is that... Should I do it? Well, not only Should did I he do it? not only did he know who Bellarmine was, he was like, "Oh yeah, they're showing them who runs the state of Kentucky." I was like, "You you know the state they're in, even uh, the Tarleton State Texas right Texan writers, excuse me." And I believe the head coach is uh, Billy Gillespie. And the only reason I know that is because he said he's like, Billy, oh. what? Wait, he's what? still kicking around. Billy Gillespie, I believe, is the coach's name. Is the coach of the Texas State Texan Tarleton writers? State? Okay, Tarleton, Tarleton State, state get Texan it right. Riders. Uh, yes, and he is still currently the coach at Tarleton State. Yeah, and he said he's like, oh, they had that plus fifteen uh, spread against Tarleton State. I'm just such a disrespectful line to Billy Gillespie's crew. I'm like, I'm what just the hell is going on? I'm just imagining that recruiting trip, son. We want you to come down to Tarleton State. <laughs> like, wait, well, where's what? A what? Well, that was like uh, one of my friends growing up. He was one of the best basketball players I've ever seen, and uh, he ended up uh, at Bemidji State. Is that in like in Africa? <laughs> is that in Tokyo, Where Bemidji? Bemidji. Uh, I think it's in like Minnesota. Okay, it's somewhere up there in like the upper Midwest. But uh, yeah, Bemidji, city in Minnesota. Yeah, That's got to be I like wanna, a D two. Don't right? want to go there. It's yeah, D two, D three. You will never see them in the tournament. I remember seeing the like the first picture of him in a in a basketball jersey, like his team photo or something like that. And I was like, "That's not real. That's not. There's no way." And then oh. I kept seeing pictures of him at game time. And an actual like student section, I was like, "Holy crap!" The, the yeah. Bemidji State is a real thing. Yeah, the Bemidji State Beavers. Shout out to the Oregon State brethren. That's there. a lame mascot. I feel like the more uh, the more randoms of a school you are, the more random your mascot has to be. It can't yeah, be the sure. Tigers. It can't be the for Eagles sure. or something like it's that. Not like, a cool animal. It's like the the elk. Like know? if you're gonna go beaver, the, you might as well just go like uh, I don't know. Um, like a capybara or something yeah. like that. <laughs> you know, the Bemidji State capybaras. That's uh, that's what we need. 
Uh, Bemidji State, I, I mean, listen, I really don't want to be Googling and looking up trying to figure out what division they play in. I can't believe we've already gone down this road this this much. You got to know because the degenerate bets on college basketball are going to Bemidji increase State. after today. We No, actually, D2. you know, D2. We, okay. we might be helping people here with this Tarleton State hot talk <laughs> and Bemidji State, like maybe some hidden money here. No, I mean, I'm, and that lets that lets you know there are so many colleges, so many oh universities God. out there that we like. Again, we're sitting here. There's somebody out there that's like, you've never heard of Bemidji State. You've never heard, of, you know. <laughs> no, seriously, there's somebody out here oh listening. God, that's I'm like, sure someone on the never heard report. of that before, and I'm like, hell no, nah, I've never heard of that. But you know, there are people here that like, if you know, if if somebody from Whitman went to go, uh, not Whit- well, yeah, Whitman College in Walla Walla went to somebody in California, they were like. Weird and what a what a reference. What a what a like, no, I'm not. That sounds weird to reel this back into the festivities of this weekend. Uh, I I want to pose a question for you two here and see what you think. Is that uh, Super Bowl being in Vegas? We have been hearing reports, uh, that it's an absolute S show. I mean, Vegas already can be an S show as is, and then you add in the uh, festivities of the Super Bowl. But I have to ask. Do you think more alcohol is being consumed there or the waste management in Phoenix, Arizona this weekend where they literally had to stop selling alcohol because things are getting too out of hand? And apparently last year, the number was like 4.7 million alcoholic beverages sold last year. So if they're shutting it down this year, like I can only imagine one, how many they sold or how much of an S show it is out there this year. I don't know if you've seen any of the reports. I mean, like, it's not even about golf this weekend. It is about just absolute party. Like, it is mayhem. Arizona, like, no, no. Arizona party's different. (laughs) Dude, you want to talk about white boy weekend? They kick it different in Arizona. (laughs) I like it, you know? So, um, you know, Vegas is known for, that's you know, that's what you do in Vegas is, is party, but I don't know if there's a bigger party state than Arizona. Oh, and especially not only is it Super Bowl weekend, but spring training starts this week. Like they just they're going to keep it rolling. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm, I mean, there's a lot of obviously there's a lot of drinking happening in the 702 right now. You know, I, 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 IDK, I would go ahead and probably say this week in Vegas just because of all the additional additional people that are in town. You yeah, know, there massive are FOMO. Yeah. Right. You know, there there's a lot of people that just kind of rolled in. If nothing else, because the Super Bowl was so close and the trip to Vegas is so cheap, you know, for the most part. If you're driving, it's, you know, 12, 13 hours and and you can get there. So, yeah, I think there's a lot of drinking to be had. I don't know if this in, is in Vegas right now. I don't know if this is still true, but rooms on Fremont Street, uh, the downtown Vegas area off the strip, were still going for about two fifty last week. So that's affordable, two fifty for a Absolutely. night. And there's some there are some awesome hotels, you know, yeah. right there. Uh, let's see uh, the the D. Right, that's where that's the name of, of a hotel down there. I'm it's sure a, you're a big fan. I actually stayed there the last time I was there. It was the D was awesome. Uh, Circa is super cool. They have this. There's this uh sports book slash pool that they have Ooh. called. Um, I gotta oh, write geez, this down. I, I forget, you said I the Circa. The yeah, Circa. Okay. Um, not Circus swim. Circus. No. Yeah. <laughs> Raw. No. Do not confuse the yeah, two. It's Wrong. called Stadium Swim, but that's actually where I saw like um uh, you know obviously Vegas was. In the Stanley or in Stanley Cup last year, I believe so. Listen, yeah. last mean, year or the year before, last year you. it was not the yeah. hockey guy to be talking. Yeah, yeah. and so like I thought that they, was you, but they were playing. Well, I mean, ish, but they were <laughs> but they were playing, and you could be at the pool and see this big ass screen, and we ah. watched that in the Kentucky Derby, all type of stuff. Nice. They're like, 
it was pretty dope. And then I think it's like the biggest sports book in the world. Like the biggest sports, like yeah, it's something crazy like that. Or at least in I Vegas. believe it. At least in Vegas. So yeah, there's some there's some dope ass hotels. You know, if you get to like Old Town. And Just stuff like the that. way you're describing this I, at Vegas for sure. You I think it, more yeah. more alcohol is being consumed there. I have major FOMO that I am not there. I even saw a San Francisco couple. They're huge fans. They can't afford tickets to the game, but they're in Vegas just because of the vibe. I wish that were be. us. Well, I will say that uh, in uh, the uh, break, commercial break for you and the listeners, uh, go ahead and jump on Twitter or Instagram and just, you know, start searching up WM Phoenix Open, Waste Management Phoenix Open, because you're going to see some things. You're going to see um, you're going to see a fight breaking out between some bros, a few people sliding down mud hills, getting beer poured all over them. You're going to see Zach Johnson and Billy Horschel losing their S on the gallery because they're yelling up at them about something. Um, it, it's a complete S show. And I, hey, for one weekend of golf, I, I appreciate it. But uh, I believe the Scottsdale uh, Police Department and Fire Marshal, I, I think that's the reports is that they got involved here and they basically said, yeah, shut this, shut this down. This is, <laughs> this is not going well. I mean, I'm glad somebody stepped in because sometimes like, especially when it comes to alcohol, things can get really out of hand really fast, you know? So somebody had to step in and be like, hey man, you know what? Sorry, we're shutting it down for the night, shutting it down for the week, you know, whatever it is. I'm sure people were pissed, though. That's really when all the uh, when it really went down. Happy sure. Gilmore status, right? Like, yeah. when did golf officially hit Happy Gilmore status? Go back to your shanties. Hey, I mean, because I, I, golf is so having been to a couple golf tournaments, you know, like apparently there was over half a million people at the like on the grounds of the golf course. Yeah, that's that's awful. Isn't that's that awful. like a number fire one, code violation? Yeah, that's number, what I'm saying. Number one, how effed up is that course just, you know, all of a sudden now, you know, but yeah, that's that that really sucks. But again, golf when you get to like the the beer garden stuff like that, it's like, oh, this is kind of like a a frat party, low key. Like I, I kind of I kind of like this over here. And so it doesn't shock me that somewhere, especially in Arizona, they got a little too uh, somebody, yeah. somebody, too many spirits, you know, went around. So that's that's not super shocking. All right, well, let's party on uh, this show today. Um, no alcohol in the studio. Well, um, I'm not saying I'm not saying there there did, is. Did you bring something? <laughs> I mean, I'm not gonna. I may or may. I may saw not you have. come in with a duffel bag of something. Yeah. Uh, so I mean, hey, got it, got it. I got it all in my little shopping mall, bro. Uh, we're gonna have fun though today. I wanted it to be our own little Super Bowl party. We are gonna bring on a few guests throughout uh, these two hours. We're gonna do our little Super Bowl talk next, but at 9:30, Brandon Sprague. 9:45, Dusty Hera, and then at either 10:15, 10:30, Jason Sukanik. It depends on if he's still rolling around on. So the we ground. got all the stars in the building on Sunday, eh? Yeah, it, the Suk, big names. The time for Suk is still up in the air because Suk's he's going to come uh, on at 11. He he's rolling around on the ground, uh, grappling with other men right now. So um, if he is available at 10:15 or 10:30, we shall see. But he's getting his jujitsu on. So uh, we're going to have them on for five, ten minutes. We're going to check in with Sprague, see how the mental state is with his 49ers uh, being in the game. Sure, he's in a great space right now. Uh, we're going to check in with Dusty and get his hot football uh, analysis, being that uh, he's a former football player. And I love his X's and O's. And then I'm going to talk about uh, talk with Jason about uh, what he is doing today. And I am going to be not surprised at all if he says nothing, nothing at, at all. all. Yeah, Sitting at home eating a Chinese takeout. So, um, which I feel like he has started to be a bad influence on me because the more I hear about 
his girlfriend and him and like what they're doing. It seems like he is a big fan of doing absolute nothing. And you going copycat status on that? Uh, it, I mean, the more I hear about it, I'm like, damn, that that sounds nice. Why? Wait, wait. Why are we doing so much? Why yeah. can't we just hang out? Yeah, home, so. you got because you got that 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 new car smell love right now. Yeah, that's why. That's uh, why you're doing all that. You got to do this stuff right now. Well, the lady she likes to go out and eat some good food. Like last night, we went to a Filipino restaurant, and um, yeah, she just kept ordering stuff. And then by the time we got home, I was just like, I felt pregnant. I was just like, ooh. Ooh, the, yeah. <laughs> those are those sounds again that I made. You're eating good, Joe. <laughs> Old dad oh. sounds, yeah. Ooh. Yeah, so uh, let's get to it first. Let's uh, let's talk the Super Bowl amongst us three here, what our expectations for the game will be. We do that here next for the final football Sunday of the year, right here on 1080 The Fan. I, I feel good. I knew that I wouldn't Football Sunday with Rashawn and Joe, brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. Putting in the request now that uh, we have either Usher for the rest of the show or just any um, past Super Bowl acts. Prince. As our, uh, yeah, I actually went back and watched that performance yesterday just to say it's pretty good. He actually bought out the rain during Purple Rain? <laughs> Get out of here. Who does that? Well, te- technically, I do believe this was uh, James Brown was in a Super Bowl. Did James Brown show? perform at the perform at a Super Bowl? He in- was in a uh, yes, it was a Blues Brothers bash uh, uh, yeah. during the Super Bowl Thirty One halftime show. Was I was also I was also looking up a a list of um, what was it the ranked of the best Super Bowl performances NSYNC. of all time, uh, uh, and Prince was number one on that list uh, according to Rolling Stone. <laughs> Michaels was cool, but Michaels stood there for literally like five, four to five minutes to start his performance. All and people were do. losing their S, man. Like, it was crazy. If you go back and look at that, Michael pops up and just stands there, and people go nuts. Like, it's it was really – that was probably the best part of that performance. But, yeah, you know, the- Michael was still great. But, yeah, that Prince one, I've always been a – you know, Michael's Michael's awesome. We're gonna Michael's get in. Awesome. Prince the, is the guy. We're gonna get into the football stuff here in just a moment. But I, hot take number two on this list was U two. Has, has there no. ever been an more? Oh, and I understand the like imp, like the the scene on it. it was the first Super Bowls after nine eleven. But is you? I feel like U two is the most overhyped band in the history of music. They're close. Like. I have I have something to say, and I'll you know I'm not going to say that because I don't want. Have you ever met someone that's today. like, oh my god, I love you too. I am a Never. huge. Um, my fan. former stepdad, who yeah. who is an absolute jackass. <laughs> so yeah. see, starting to now, starting to line up here. Starting know, to connect the dots. I know people that you know like Bono. You know what I mean? I know people. That, you know, but again, is anybody like, like I am a huge Bono? But even know, even in the but, context, yeah, but. I think, but that's more of just the symbolism type thing, just based on who he is. And but yeah, I'm like you. I don't you two and I, the Beatles are massively overrated sing, uh, Thank sing, you. singers Ooh, and musicians. Okay. Great writers, phenomenal writers, but phenomenally overrated I'm, singers. And I'm right and, there with you. Yeah, just but saying. Even in the context of Super Bowl halftime shows, Bono after 9/11 is weird. He's Irish, isn't he? 
Like he was wearing Something, an American. Yeah. You go back and watch that. He's was wearing he, like an American flag under his jacket. I, I love he, the support for America. He might have lived here in the states. But wouldn't we, if we're you know like after nine eleven, trying to like get all patriotic and stuff? Wouldn't we hire Bruce an American halftime? Scene? Yes, the 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 boss. Yeah, yeah he's like, uh, he is Irish, and his actual you. full name is Paul David Hewson. Yeah, Bono's way cooler. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying, not uh, not nearly as cool. Um, and also. Like, uh, you remember the movie Taken with Liam Neeson, right? The moment I knew that movie, like, wasn't, I couldn't believe that plot and get into it at all is when the daughter says that I'm going to go to Europe with my friend and we're going to follow you two around. Like, they're going to be groupies following you two. That is is why she goes to Europe with her friend. She's just hoping to sleep with one of the band members. They're going on, like, they're following you two around the country of Europe on their tour. I'm dead serious. Look it up. And when I heard that, I was like, wait, what? It was almost one of those like rewind moments. Like that's, that's why. And then you rewatch that movie. You're like, that is the reason why they, you're like, wow, she deserves to get taken. What a terrible idea. For sure. All right. Football stuff. Um, Man, I've had a tough time trying to choose what's going to happen in this game. Like looking at the teams top to bottom roster wise, I feel like when it comes to it, I'm going to take the 49ers to win this. But it is so hard to bet against the Chiefs and Andy Reid in this team in this moment. Like, that is the one thing that always keeps pulling me back, and especially with the way that the Chiefs defense has played. But we've been saying for weeks now that, like, the 49ers don't finally pull it off. Like, what the hell? Like, they should be completely, like confused what do we do now who do we have to get i mean do we just stay on track i have a stat here that the 49ers they're the first team in nfl history to have a running back two wide receivers and a tight end with over a thousand yards from scrimmage that's insane like that just again just on the offense side that goes to show like how dominant and how good and how talented this team is and so the closer we get to kickoff as much as it kills me I'm liking the 49ers, and I know that the public is going for the Chiefs, and 49ers are a slight favorite, but the way that I just look at how these teams are stacked up on both sides of the ball, I feel like the 49ers are the better team, the more talented team, and I'm throwing out the window what has happened the last two weeks as far as them barely getting the wins and skating by. I think that's a situation where it's like, fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. Can't happen a third time. And I feel like the 49ers are saying that in the locker room, especially on the defense side. Like, we cannot let that happen against this Chiefs team. And we need to prepare our asses off on the defensive side of the ball to make sure that doesn't happen. Lock down Kelsey and lock down Patrick Mahomes. I think it's so much easier said than done to lock down. Oh, Kelsey yeah. I mean, and lock down Mahomes, you know. You just you put got it, it so simply. Let's hire you, Joe. You know? Check. Yeah. It's, um, the, the weird part is. Here the Chiefs are on the precipice of their third Super Bowl ring in what five years or six years? It's one of those two. Is it five Since twenty nineteen. Okay. So Which was the twenty eighteen season. So. so in five years, you know, or six years, they've been they will have had the opportunity to win three Super Bowls. And people are still like rooting against the 49ers. Actively like, man, I don't want them to win. I'm not a big I'm not a big 49ers guy i'm kind of a, a hater in in that regards because i've i've never seen a team as talented fall so short all the time over and over and over conference championship after conference championship super bowl after super bowl there have been so many 
incarnations of this 49ers team. So many different players, so many different quarterbacks. Three. This will be the third quarterback that we can remember in the last three Super Bowl appearances that will be different. How many other franchises can say that? Right. Seriously, like, I mean, they're every, we're, the, the Cowboys are still kind of hoping they get that guy after Aikman. At this point, there's been how many quarterbacks, some good, some bad, after Troy Aikman? Uh, let's exactly. not go down that you know what I'm road. <laughs> so far, as a Patriots fan, let's not make this about the Cowboys. Mac, Please, let's not make this. Mac about Jones, the Zappy, like, come on, man! Like, it's gonna cam for a while. It's gonna take a long time to find that guy to replace somebody like Tom Brady. Not the 49ers, though. The 49ers have been have of any franchise. They've been probably the most consistent at the QB position, barring a few years in between. There, they lose Steve Young for a while. They got Jeff Garcia for a long time, who was a great NFL quarterback. And then you have those down years. You get Alex Smith, which nobody knew exactly what you had in Alex Smith. And then you get a coach in Harbaugh that comes in and says, oh, hell, Alex Smith can play a little bit. Well, I think it was, yeah, getting an offensive coordinator for more than uh, one season also. Then, then you get Kaepernick. Then you get uh, uh, Garoppolo, who ends up taking you there. And now you've got Brock Purdy. Like, name another franchise that's had this many opportunities, this many times to get it. Like, if you don't win San Francisco, I'm saying this for on this show for weeks. If you don't win, this is on you. There's there's no excuse. There's no nothing. There's no reason. There's no good reason you shouldn't win this game. Um, you should be the Super Bowl champions after this. The, I, I I would agree with you. Um, there's really no chance for Kansas City to stop every single offensive weapon. No, 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 no. So it's essentially a game in this Super Bowl. Pick your poison, and I think the poison that you hope that Kansas City kind of kind of picks for San Francisco to to live with today is something they haven't done nearly all season, and that's Brock Purdy rushing the football. So if they can make Brock rush it, if they can maybe just let Christian McCaffrey go off, but limit the offense on other uh, on other aspects, I think that's going to be a win for San Francisco. But Pat Mahomes hasn't been sacked pretty much at all this year either for Kansas City. So can San Francisco actually sack Pat Mahomes? I think those are my two keys to the game today. I I will say that I I think this game comes down to how well the Chiefs are going to be able to stop the 49ers rushing game in Christian McCaffrey. Like if they can't get them off the field and they're converting third and three, third and fours. They're not getting to a lot of third downs because they're able to run the ball and get good chunk plays out of their run game. And I, I'm trying to think if it was uh, Souk or Buck or who it was on uh, one of the shows, but it's like, I want to see Purdy on those third and sevens. Like, what do they do? What does he do in those situations? And if the Chiefs are able to put them in those situations, because if they're just taking their time getting down the field methodically and the Chiefs can't can't stop that, then it's like it's gonna be a long day for Kansas City. Yeah. And if you give San Francisco that flow, that feel that they can just do what they want on the offensive side of the ball and they can't be stopped, then it could be a long day. That's why it just I keep going back to the 49ers. I'm like, they should win this game. Right now, as we get closer and closer to kickoff, they should be the ones with the Lombardi trophy at the end of the day. And again, with the talent on this team, I don't see why not. No, it should that should absolutely be how this game goes. However, uh, there's a dude on the other side that's going for his third Super Bowl, and he is Crazy. as close he is in, as close to unstoppable as we've ever seen yeah. in a football player. Like there's there's not another quarterback I can remember that you're down fourteen, you're down seven, no problem. We're gonna get it, especially at the end of the game, two minute drill. Like, we got to get the ball down the field and in position to at least get a field goal or score. 
there's nobody in the NFL. I, I would I would never bet against Patrick Mahomes. And that's in, in that regard. And that's the problem that I'm having. It's like you give me uh, Patrick Mahomes as a dog in any capacity. It's like give me that all day. Yeah. Like, man, it, it, t- tough one to choose. Gamblers around the world right now, they're they're struggling. But um, yeah, as of right now, and this could change in an hour and a half. Who knows? But I'm going with 49ers. But I do want to check in with one of our resident 49ers fans here on the station, Brandon Sprague. He is, uh, whether he's at home, whether he's just sitting in his room and not talking to his family at all right now, just like, I, that's what I would be. If my, Rashad says if the Cowboys made a Super Bowl, I'd be hosting a party. Hell no. I would be locked up in my house by myself I think all lying. day. So we're going to check in on Brandon Sprague. We're going to get a mental mental uh, wellness check on him, see how things are going. We do that next here. Brandon Sprague right here with Joe Fisher, Rashad Taylor, Jordan Schultz on Sports Sunday, Football Sunday, last one of the year on 10 the Fan. But first, Schultz with Sports Center Update. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Your Sunday home for college football recaps and the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. That's right. Last football Sunday of the year, bittersweet. But I figured we uh, celebrate this last football Sunday of the year on Super Bowl Sunday with some of the guys of uh, the 1080 The Fan uh, shows, uh, radio station programming and whatnot. And the first person we got on this morning is 49er fan Brandon Sprague. Buddy, how you doing? 
Uh, I'm doing great, Joe. How are we? How, how are you doing? How's Rashad doing? You sound how's, great how's right now, Jordan man. Doing? <laughs> We're doing good, doing good. It's uh, like I said, it's like Christmas Day. It's a little bittersweet knowing that it's the last football Sunday and last uh, game of the year Super Bowl. But no, I, I'm serious. Are, are you holed up in your room by yourself? Like I don't know how I would handle. I really don't know how I'd handle because I don't know if I ever will be able to. How uh, a Cowboys in the Super Bowl? So is it? This is what now you're uh, third over the last 10, 15 years or so of 49ers in the Super Bowl. But what, what's the mentality like? What, what is it, how is Brandon Sprague doing on a day like today? I'm doing great, buddy. I just went to Grocery Outlet Bargain Market. I don't know if you've been. It's fantastic. Great they have all these great little options. Oh, hey. I'm sitting pr- here now. Prices are I'm, great. I'm just don't buy the price. steaks. Well, yeah, I mean, I went for a couple different things. I didn't go for the major items. I got the major items already purchased. But now I'm waiting for a breakfast burrito. We are nervously confident, boys. We are sitting in an air of kind of like nerve-wrecking, gut-wrenching, could be crying later, but also like, no, we got the dogs to do this, and I'm tired of America for two weeks telling me how much the Chiefs are going to win this game. So sitting in like a weird, nervously confident zone waiting on a delicious little breakfast burrito. I'm having a nice little Sunday. Is it sausage, ham, or bacon? Oh, that's a clown question, bro. You get you get the best meat of a breakfast burrito. It's sausage, and there it's not remote. It's not remotely close. Smart right. man. Smart yeah, man. You're, you're, that's that's not a bad choice, man. Sprague, what's up, brother? How are you? I'm doing great, Rashad. How are you feeling today? Are you going? You're going on the Chiefs, huh? You doing the whole Patrick Mahomes? You feel great thing, like you know? Oh, how can I, I bet against Patrick Mahomes? I think that's most people's kind of uh, feeling about it. But for me, like. I've been saying this for a long time. I think you guys have no excuse of not winning the Super Bowl today. I think the 49ers have been the most stacked team. When you start going up down the, the litany of killers on this roster, there's no reason that you should lose to anybody you know, in the playoffs this year. And so if you don't win, I'll say this, bro. Don't want to hear the words bang, bang ever again. <laughs> Just saying. Just I mean, saying. We- we, 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 got, we got five of them, right? So, like, we could lose this. It would be the third loss in, like, 15 years. But, like, we're still tied for second most in the NFL. There's five of these, baby. It's bang, bang, Niner gang all day, even with a loss today. Now, let, let me just go back to something real quick. You feel comfortable about the Niners being able to compete. I'm with you there largely. Patrick Mahomes is a different animal, though. And that's, that's where all the everybody going to pick the Chiefs and then, like, even Niner fan is sitting in the nervousness of that guy is just so truly elite. Special. That as good as the Niners are, it leaves this kind of like, oh, I don't, I don't know if we're good enough. If they didn't have Patrick Mahomes, this is like a seven-and-a-half-point line. If you put, I think if you put any other quarterback in the NFL on this Chief team, this line is at least seven-and-a-half in the Niners' favor. I know it's two. It stayed too because all these big bettors have come in, $1.5 million money line bets, but 88% of the bets in total are chief bets. So, yeah, the money's kind of with the Niners, I guess, but 88% of the handle is on the Chiefs. So it's, it feels like me versus America. Everywhere I look, I look some of the eyes. I'm just thinking, you're against me today. That's kind of the mentality we're living <laughs> I don't know, man. I think you might be kind of over – overshooting that because i know i mean there are a lot of 49er fans i've been seeing them all throughout portland over the last couple days uh usually like a bunch of my friends a bunch of people that i know from right here right here in the town a lot of 49er fans you know a few raider fans but lots of niner fans i think you're not gonna be there's a whole 49ers bar for you guys here get out of here you're not alone I mean, today 
Port, Portland, okay, not in that way, but Portland has largely been a Niner town for a long time. Portland also has like 17 backer bars for NFL teams because right. we're miserable and we don't want any nice things here, so we refuse to get on trying to get a football team. Let's build a baseball stadium and a golf course. But, yeah, there are a lot of Niner fans in Portland. They ran a poll in 1997, and it was like overwhelming majority of football fans in Portland registered as 49er fans. The Seahawks came and kind of changed that math a little bit. But I'm with you. There still are a lot of Niner fans. We're talking about Portland, Oregon, dude. I'm yeah. talking about America. 88% of America is against <laughs> Fair enough. So, yes, I might have some support here. But I'm looking at this breakfast burrito guy, and I'm like, you kind of have a chief vibe to you right now, sir. <laughs> he has and, a uh, to I him. like my burrito. He's not going to cook that sausage all the way through. And, uh, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I understand you questioning it. Um, all right, besides, like, quarterback play, like whether it's Mahomes or Purdy, what do you think, whether it be player or position in the game, that is going to be the deciding factor in today's Super Bowl? You know, I, I think Purdy is obviously an easy one and, and, and a reasonable one, too. But uh, for me, it, it's as cut and dry as Isaiah Pacheco. Is Isaiah Pacheco going to get 80 to 115 yards today? If you look at the Niners' previous two playoff games, their rush defense has been atrocious. The Lions ate it up, got to a 17-point lead. Uh, the Packers, Aaron Jones was doing whatever he wanted, and then Jordan Love coughed up two picks. Like, if the Chiefs can establish the run game, I, I don't know, man. It might be good night. The 49ers' defense is near the bottom 15 in the league in play-action defense. So if Pacheco's going to get some fake carries from old P. Mahomes, uh, you're going to bring secondary up to overreact to it, and somehow I'm going to watch Mar- Marquez Valdez-Scantling beat my team in a Super Bowl it's Isaiah Pacheco. The Niners' rush defense has to step up. If they make that miserable for Kansas City, I, I think they can, they can apply just enough pressure. You kind of blanket Kelsey and limit. You can't stop. You limit. And then what? You live in the world of Sky Moore or, or, or Rasheed Rice. Like You just have to live with those guys beating you. And Pacheco in the run game is massive to me, given what we've seen from San Francisco's defense in the other two playoff games. They've been shredded on the ground. And they have to limit, if not flat out stop that, if they want to win this game today. So, quick question. So, you're a you're obviously a 49ers fan. I'm curious what jersey you're wearing today. But you had so many great teams outside of those championship teams, right? Is this the best Niners squad that we've seen since those championship years? I, I think that's a that's a tough one for me. I I still think the Frank Gore, Patrick Willis, Navarro Bowman, Justin Smith. Yeah, they were called. Um, yeah, man. That those, those and look, receiver was not an elite thing. Like Michael Crabtree was the best target on that team. So that's like that's a lesser you know that's a lesser player than Debo. Uh, tight end too. It's like George Kittle is just a monster. He's if Travis Kelsey didn't exist, he's the best tight end in football. So uh, I don't know. It's a tough one. I go back and forth on that because. You know, Kaepernick, Purdy were both fun in different ways. You know, the unpredictability that the last pick in the draft. Guys, I know it's my team, but, like, even – I'm being honest with you. Even if it wasn't my team, the fact that the last pick in the draft in his second year is starting in a Super Bowl is – it's bananas. There's – nobody would have predicted that 20 years ago. If you would have said that, everybody would have looked at you sideways. But, like, here we are. We have the story. Kaepernick was great just from the – holy hell, look how quick and athletic and big, and he's got a cannon, and, but, like, how accurate is he, and can you win with it? Like, there's just a lot of storylines from both of those teams, for me, that makes that a tough question. But overall, 
I think if you made me pick, Rashad, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd lean this one. This one's good, man. This one's great. Offensively, uh, any other any other quarterback in this Super Bowl, the Niners are winning this game. I just I think they're that good. I think they're that built for it. But that pedigree and and the tight end and the quarterback and the coach, they just and the defensive coordinator, they 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 make it a, a nightmare of a matchup. Uh, Sprague, you know how much of a degen I am? I'm throwing a couple of bucks down on some tasty prop bets today. Uh, I just discovered one, the Octopus, which is a player scoring the touchdown and the two-point conversion. Are there any parlays or tasty bets prop-wise that you're throwing some money down for maybe a lotto ticket today? Yeah, it's everything Niner. Anything over, <laughs> anything pro-Niner, it's Niner. I mean, come on. What are we, I love it. What are we doing here? Guys, I want to win money, but I, I'm not a good gambler, but I'm not. There's not a single prop bet that sways Kansas City's way that I care. Um, the only the only prop bet that's like a 50-50 whatever, I, I always choose tails because tails never fails. I love how the uh, old adage of uh, don't bet with the emotions goes completely out of the window on a mm-hmm. day like today. It's fair. It's I mean, Joe, let's let's be real here. Guys, let's, let's all be honest. Let's, let's be in this trust tree together, okay? I know I'm the one wearing a jersey. I'm cosplaying today. I'm rocking around like <laughs> I did anything for this team to get them to this point, and I'm carrying that kind of confidence with me. But if it's your team, like, yeah, it's it's the day. It's everything is pro your team today. That's it. That's what that's the day the is goes. about. He doesn't know. And he if doesn't. Your team he doesn't is not get in it. it. You pick a side. He doesn't get it. It's okay, Sprague. This guy over here doesn't. He doesn't that, understand. The well, he's a Cowboys fan. I don't blame him. The shade is not necessary on a day like today. Okay, uh, <laughs> Sprague. Appreciate it, dude. Enjoy your breakfast burrito. Enjoy your game. And um, I hope that you just enjoy your day. I'm not going to say I hope the 49ers win for your sake. I just hope you have a good day. All right. Joe, I appreciate that. Rashad, I appreciate it. I didn't answer the one part of your question. I'm going with the white, icy white, because they're wearing white today. Going Steve Young. Me and the wife got our Steve Young jerseys on today. That's a good one. So we're trying to get that six tuds, no picks, 350-yard performance today. From old Brock Purdy. All right, I'll, I'll admit that's a clean jersey that's a, too. That's dope, so, man, being real. All right, dude, Thank enjoy you. your Sunday. Have a good one. All right, guys. All right, Brandon Sprague. Should I do the whole uh, show tease uh, for Dirt and Sprague? I feel like nobody would be listening to this show unless they didn't already know about uh, Dirt and Sprague. And yeah. Prime this guy's got enough shine. You can catch Dirt and Sprague every Monday through Friday right here on 10 of the Fan from 6 to 9 a.m. There you go. All right, gonna take a break, and then we're going to call up Dusty Hera, coach. We're calling up Coach Hera. Well, I want to hear what his pregame speech is. I know he's a coordinator, but uh, still, I want to know what Let's he's see how saying. you get your guys jacked up. Yeah, see what he's saying to the boys and what he thinks uh, is going to be the difference and uh, biggest factor in this game. We do that next here, Football Sunday, 1080 The Fan. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe, brought to you by Grillworks Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. We continue our Super Bowl party here on Football Sunday, and our uh, next guest that is uh, walked into the house with a nice seven-layer bean dip. I don't know. Now I'm curious. Dusty Hera, what is uh, what is on the menu? Is it uh, cooking? Is it all Victorico's uh, catered, or um, what, what else we got going? Well, of course we will have Victorico's. Happy Super Bowl Sunday, everybody! It is a national holiday, so indeed, happy indeed. Super Bowl Sunday to you too, gentlemen. Happy Super Bowl Sunday uh, to you, my guy. We've got what we have going on today is I do uh, little Smokies, Oof, and I put good. them in an apricot lemon ginger glaze, oh. and you put them in the slow cooker. 
give them a couple of hours in the slow cooker, nice and on low, nice and low and slow, and uh, they are to die for. They're really, really stinking good. And then uh, my daughter decided that we are taking a dessert to the Super Bowl party, so she decided we are making – or we already made a heart-shaped cake for Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. Oh, see, <laughs> see, America, this is what's great about this. Is, this whole that's why you gotta love this young lady. It, it's bringing daughters and fathers together on this Super Bowl Sunday. That's a real thing, man. Like, did your daughter really, you know, care much about Travis Kelsey prior to uh, Taylor Swift or football at all? Had had no idea who tra- Travis Kelsey was. Would roll her eyes um, at the amount of football that we watch in this house. But she sat down on Monday night. We, I, I'm not kidding. We watched an hour and a half straight of the opening night press conference because there were Taylor Swift questions. And they, they had like a, a package That's ready awesome. to go together that they rolled out of Taylor Swift questions. And she's just like, who's that? Who's that? Who's that? Who's talking about Taylor? It was in the only person that I don't think she likes right now is Brock Purdy because he was asked the question, are you, are you ready to ruin Taylor Swift Sunday? And he said yes. Oh boy! <laughs> Ouch! Yeah, he, he's he's on the naughty list for the year. Uh, hey, I will commend you on the little Smokies. That is a great move. I've always been a little Smokies fan. I will definitely pound some little wieners on this Sunday if I were you. So uh, good call there. Um, knowing that you are a coordinator, though, what's the what's the pregame speeches like? Do you give your boys and banks pregame speeches, or do you just leave that to the head coach? Get us fired up. Well, uh, n- no, I don't. Um, because I, I mean. Look, I coach receivers, guys. Like, I, what, what am I going to tell them? Don't drop the damn ball. How are you saying it? <laughs> <laughs> we, give, we, we do give a little uh, just like that rundown of, you know, because every team in the world now, it's like do your job, right? Every, that's like the mantra every coach lives by. And we'll go through and you give the, just like pregame is all about going through your checklist of what you need to do, what we've talked about all week. And then just go out and kick someone's ass, right? Make, <laughs> you know, hit somebody hard and be relentless. I, I can't imagine, though, what this is like. Like, could you guys imagine, like, the, every kid in America watches the Super Bowl and is like, wow, I wish I could be there someday. And for the Kansas City Chiefs, like, you're sitting there and you're going, this is kind of like what we do. Mahomes said earlier this week, like, he has a Super Bowl routine now. Like that, what, that's what a life that people, <laughs> that's crazy <laughs> that people have this, but I couldn't imagine the nerves on the other side where if you're a first time guy of being like, there's going to be uh, probably 200 million people around the world watching this game today and 20, what? 23.6 billion dollars is estimated to be wagered <laughs> on the, on the Super Bowl. This is the biggest spectacle in a, not just American sports, but I mean, in a non world cup year, it's the biggest spectacle in the world every single year. Yeah, it's insane, man, how many people are tuned in for this one moment. But uh, I am curious. So we've had a lot of talk over the last week and a half about Brock Purdy. And I think it kind of started with Cam Newton saying Brock Purdy is probably the 10th best player you know, on his team, and he was more of a game manager. Is it a bad thing to be considered a game manager, especially going into a huge game like the Super Bowl? No, I I think that being a there's no, absolutely nothing wrong with being a game manager, uh, and I loved what you know Kyle Shanahan said this week, kind of defending Brock. And I, I think if you look at some of the greatest quarterbacks in NFL history, that's exactly what they've been. Like that's what Tom Brady was in his first three Super Bowl victories. Right. That's what you saw Joe Montana do. Like <laughs> we talk about 
Like Brock Purdy's getting held down because he's got all of these weapons around him. Yet we lauded Bill Walsh and Joe Montana's great San Francisco 49er teams when they had some of the best weapons <laughs> surrounding Joe Montana, yet we use it as a knock on Brock Purdy. I think like being a game manager is great. Being a game screwer upper is the big problem, right? I mean, and <laughs> right. that's the thing is he, he always plays within himself. He had two really bad throws against Green Bay that I think everybody's kind of, you know, pointing to where the Darnell Savage pick that he dropped when it hit him right in the numbers. And then the one at the end of the game, but other than that, the dude plays very clean football. And if you kind of watch him when he plays, he always goes through a progression. And it's not just like, hey, we're just going to scheme up Devo here. We're just going to scheme up McCaffrey. No, he goes through a progression. And the great thing about Kyle Shanahan and the weapons that they have around him is that there is always an answer. But the thing about the game manager is you've got to find the right answer. And he does it at an incredible clip. Just look at the second half against Detroit. That NFC Championship game second half, the first 30 minutes were pretty clunky. The last 30 minutes were pretty flawless football. And right. if you can get that from Brock Purdy, you're going to be getting a Super Bowl championship. So when looking at these two teams, like I, I asked Greg this, I want to ask you, like, what do you think besides quarterback is going to be the biggest factor in this game? I mean, is it a, to me, I, I as we get closer to kickoff, it, I just keep looking at the talent that 49ers have all over that field, all over the roster. And I lean that they are the ones that like they have to win this game. And I feel like a big uh, factor is if they can just continuously run the ball and have Christian McCaffrey be a factor as big as he is in almost every game, but to continue leaning on him, what to you is going to be the deciding factor in this game? Yeah, I, I agree with you with McCaffrey running the football is going to be absolutely crucial because I mean, the Menahue injury is a big one for Kansas city and it's, he is one of their best pass rushers that they have. But also if you look at this defense, they have not been great against the run over the course of the season. We look at that Baltimore game and this is the, beauty of Steve Spagnuolo's defense is that he will put you a coordinator in a pretzel of I will give you this to take away the run are you going to be ballsy enough to take it and the Baltimore Ravens tried even though if they would have just stuck to who they are and what they've done all season long then I think they would be in a different scenario we may see Baltimore in this game but with Kyle Shanahan he's got way more options to go to and I think if for San Francisco it is you got to find a way to get to the middle of the field where Brock Purdy is, is effective throwing the football. I think that is going to be a huge key for San Francisco outside of just being able to feed McCaffrey and being able to get him is, you know, I think the over-unders on 16 carries or whatever. I think you get that. I think you get just the, all right, we're going to unload the clip right now. And, and it's going to be a, a lot of Christian McCaffrey left, a lot of Christian McCaffrey, right. And then they're going to, get you on your heels and, and, and get you across the middle. But for San Francisco's defense, I think for Kansas City's offense, it's run the ball outside. They have unlocked in the, the three playoff games the ability to run the football as effective as, as anybody in the league. And they went through it, and they let Patrick Mahomes kind of go through those growing pains over the regular season with his wide receivers. I think in the Super Bowl and in this playoff run, it's been give Isaiah Pacheco the ball. Jerick McKinnon now healthy as a receiving threat out of the backfield, and San Francisco's been getting gashed on the edges all year long in the run game. Uh, heading into the Detroit game, I don't know where they're at now, but heading into the Detroit game in the NFC Championship game, 
they were giving up an average of five and a half carries, uh, five and a half yards per carry outside Yeesh. of the tackles on the season. Crazy. On the season, so you saw them have to play more man to man, which uh, on defense, which that allowed them to bring some guys up and set the edge in the second half. And in Detroit, kind of uh, had to waver a little bit in their in their offense, struggled at that point, but. If you play man-to-man against Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> it's going to be a long day. And so you've got to be able to play zone and still set that edge. So I'm, I'm curious. You're obviously your receivers coach. Um, there's one guy on the field who I just – obviously with all the unstoppable guys on the field, but there's one in particular that's just super special to me, and that's number 87, Travis Kelsey. Not just as a tight end. What would you put him? Not just as a tight end, but as a pass catcher because he has been – phenomenal especially in the playoffs it's crazy you know the the fact that you have a tight end who is this prolific one throughout his playoff career when you're catching jerry rice records is is incredible but the fact that the man doesn't have defined routes on most plays it's like this is the area we need you to be 87 get there and get open and the fact that he has that chemistry with with Mahomes is incredible i think if you're looking at from a, a sheer receiver standpoint, if you take tight ends and receivers and you kind of just lump them together, I mean, you're probably still putting him in the top five. You know, there's very few guys that you're going to take before him because of his ability to get open. And it really is that chemistry with Mahomes that, that makes him that much more special, right? I mean, if, if, you're, if you're talking about a guy who uh, you got probably like guys like Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, you know, you have the, the likes of those guys. And then, well, you're going to put Kelsey probably four or five of any receiver in the NFL. Yeah, He's incredible. He, he, he truly is incredible because of physicality and the fact that you know where Mahomes wants to go with the ball, but you can't stop it. I mean, it, it truly is. It's one of those generational matchups that we've seen. Every great quarterback has his safety blanket, and Travis Kelsey's it, man. Never thought I'd see anybody better than Brady and Gronk. And Right? Yep. Travis Kelsey does a great job finding himself in the blank space. Anybody? <laughs> Anyone? That's a good one. That's a good one. It's too early, Joe. It's too early for those. All right. Uh, thank you, Dusty. Hey, uh, thank you for bringing up that Charles Menehue, uh injury because that's huge. And also the Chiefs, they're going to be without uh, Joe Thune on the offensive line as that's well. Hurts. So as far as like the injuries yeah. right now, things are looking much better for the 49ers on the side of the ball. Uh, Dusty? Yeah. Uh, Go for it. Debo's shoulder and Kittle's toe, though. I don't like if those guys are limited. That scares me. But having guys out is a lot more impactful than having guys maybe dinged up. Right, right. Dusty, appreciate <laughs> it. Enjoy your uh, heart-shaped cake. Enjoy the little Smokies. I know that uh, goes without saying. I appreciate you uh, jumping on with us on Super Bowl Sunday. I appreciate you guys. Have a great one. Yep. Later, See bud. you, dude. All right, Dusty here, and again. You can catch him every Monday through Friday on Danny and Dusty from noon to 3 p.m. Again, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't be listening to the show if you didn't already know what the Monday through Friday lineup was. But appreciate you regardless. All right, take a break. We'll get back into it. Hour number two of our Super Bowl Sunday, Football Sunday show right here on 1080 The Fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. 
Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. Fire up the grill, fill up your cup, and get the recliner ready. It's time for Hour 2 of Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. And here's Hines on the run back, breaking a tackle, and taking it past midfield, and down the sideline he goes. This is storybook, an opening kickoff return for Tamar Hamlin, and this place is absolutely going wild. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company. Explore the flavors of Oregon at Grillwork Supply Company in Beaverton or at grillworkspdx.com. And here comes Hines again. Oh my goodness! Can he do it twice? Is this for real? Can you believe it? Even a little Dion strut to the end zone. 101 yards. Football Sunday on 1080. Do you believe it? No. It's pretty close, Jim. It's pretty close. What is going on here? The fan. It's the last hour of Football Sunday. I thought that was in on the song. Can't stop. This is also a reminder that I need to make new show, uh, show opens yeah, man. for uh, next week. So. Stop it, Joe! He might oh, be a little it's close, Joe! Jim! Jim! Oh, we get to hear that today, don't we? Jim! Oh. Spent too much time on the golf course this week, Jim! I didn't prep for the game, Jim! I was actually wondering if I could slide in nine holes. Uh, don't cut that. Uh, before the game. Uh, nice. It's possible because the game kicks off at what? Is it uh, 3.30? I love how I don't know what uh, time. Uh, yeah, 3.30. 330. Okay. Yeah, but that's what the official guess. kickoff, right? Oh, they'll have they 20 to 30 around. ads yeah, before. Yeah, the they, yeah, so technically like 3.50 or 4 o'clock. Um, listen, I, I'm not happy about what uh, one of my girlfriend's uh, friend's husband is doing right now. And it's, uh, before I get going any further, no, there is not some extramarital relationships going on. But he's trying to turn her into a 49ers fan today, and I, I'm not happy about it. He was at, uh, they had a gallon. This is who now? I'm sorry. Girlfriend's friend's husband. Okay. So they were had they had their Galentine's party yesterday, which. Please. Ex- I mean, he said it like it was like a normal thing. They're like, Galentine's. Yeah, yeah Rashad like, and I are. Do you, so you don't know what Galentine's is? I, absolutely not. So this, I think it started from Parks and Rec. Is where the trend of this was came a great from. show. Didn't see that. Episode. Uh, but basically, it's like where the girls all get together and say all these terrible things about men and boys suck. Let's celebrate, girls, and they do all these cute things together. And you know, they make bracelets. They, you know, even though boys suck, you, Melody made me a bracelet. And I'm saying you were there. Yeah, no, I was not there. Okay. I definitely was not there. But they made bracelets, Joe, making anklets and stuff. Yeah. And they had all sorts of snacks. And I, hey, I, the snacks looked good. I would have been down to be there for that. But uh, yeah, as she's leaving the house yesterday, 
uh, he's like, do you want a 49ers jersey for tomorrow? And she's like, well, I don't know. And he's like, here, let me go get you one real quick. Runs upstairs. What what, t- what player do you want? And, of course, she goes for a Jimmy G. Is, you know, not even on the team anymore. But, you know, exactly why she wanted the Jimmy G mm-hmm. jersey. And then, yeah, she texted me like 10 minutes ago. She's got it hung up on the door, ready to go. You know, how she has the outfit outfit uh, prepped, you know, has it laid out. And she sends me the picture. J- Jimmy G jersey, just ready to go. I'm not happy with this. Uh, this is unacceptable. I know, I guess I need to get you're, her a Cowboys gonna, I'm going to say, you're going to let your girl wear a, a 49ers jersey? No, what you're telling me. I, well, I don't think I'm going to see her the rest of the day, so I, I can't really like. I'm sorry, Joe. This her. is a violation on a lot of different levels, fam. Yeah, I'm not happy. Now, granted, I will say that white, the white 49ers jersey is pretty, it's clean. It's pretty clean. It's clean. It's annoyingly clean. Absolutely, it's clean. Yeah, she still shouldn't wear it. No, God, no, no, <laughs> ab- absolutely no. If she's listening, um, politely give it back. Thank you. I'm going to go ahead and give her a cowboy sweatshirt. I know you got one. Well, and she was saying that um, he was not going to, like, watch the game with anyone or, like, have a party. And now he's going to a party. And I think that my I don't know if that's, like, uh, if you're going to lose, you might as well, like, be with people so that way you can, like, enjoy your time. But I'm telling you, man, if I was at a Super Bowl party with the Cowboys in the Super Bowl and they lost, like, it would uh, – it probably wouldn't end well. Been there. There, there. Would, there would definitely be a lot of judgments of Joe after that game if the Cowboys took the L. So People would be looking at me in a different light. I've thrown a few Super Bowl parties with the Patriots being in it a few times. And wow. the Giants, brag. I've the thrown first, a few parties the you know, first with the Patriots in the Super Bowl. Patriots-Giants <laughs> Super Bowl. Um, I was so confident that we were going to win. Undefeated season. Like, this is, there's no way we are going. Probably our 49er fans feel today. There is no way we are going to lose this game. Like, with this roster, that should not happen. That David Tyree catch happened, and as the lone uh, Patriots fan there, like, the most deflating feeling in the world um, to, to see that go down. And then to feel it again when we're playing the Seahawks and Marshawn Lynch gets to – or no, um, Doug, uh, Doug Baldwin caught the ball like on his on his leg and then off the like is this Ooh, happening i think it was jermaine curse jermaine curse is one yeah. of those two yeah i'm sorry but caught the almost ball the coolest catch like, in super bowl history is this <laughs> happened there's no way this is happening again like not like this like not again and everybody's talking bad about me yeah that's what you get and then the interception happened <laughs> again want to look at someone in a different light i'm sure Rashad <laughs> taylor oh <laughs> You talk about the, the the tables turning that <laughs> fast, like I remember. It's like that, that. scene from uh, Half Baked. F you, F you, F you. You're cool. You're cool. Seriously, the one F person you, I'm I was out. like, bro, it's cool. Like you know what I'm saying? Y'all played, y'all played hard. Like that's an improbable catch. I was like, he's the only one that didn't get the wrath. Everybody else caught that. I can't. Oh, and the fact that I just watched the catch again. The fact that he gets up and then gets pushed out of bounds. Like imagine if he got he up scored? and ran into. Oh, oh, oh my god. <laughs> You have no idea the 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 kind of the turmoil that was happening inside of my body at that point. And everybody was talking so much S and I just had to sit there and and take it because they were right at that point. Unreal. Oh. Unreal. Oh. Yeah. But so yeah, so throwing a party like it's one of them things because you can't be salty afterwards. You still have to be like 
<laughs> you still got to take shots. So nice and all to see you all. Like, and then you got to clean up if you threw the party and you lost. <laughs> like, there's so many downsides That's to some throwing a party. Wind. There really is. So, like, the last couple Super Bowls that the Patriots won, I just watched it at home by myself. Like, I don't have to do this. You know, I have a funny perspective. I, I love that you're a Patriots fan because I lived in New England for 11 months and it was it, through a Super Bowl party with a bunch of coworkers there, but it was during a year where the Patriots were not in the Super Bowl. I'm not sure I have seen a town not care about the Super Bowl as much as that year. They were like, nope, putting their nose up at it. Nobody was in the stores grabbing food. Nobody was out drinking. It was kind of funny. All right. We're going to take a break here, and uh, I've got the uh, the official uh, text message. Jason Sukanik is off of the mat. He has uh, got his jujitsu in for the day, and he is now a free man. And uh, we're going to get him on because he is the uh, only one at the station with Super Bowl experience. Well, in some capacity. Yes. I'm trying to look up the snap counts for that 2003 Super Bowl matchup between the Buccaneers and Raiders. He, he might have gotten a snap or two in. I mean, it was a blowout victory. For the Buccaneers. So maybe he got into the game. I'll have to find out. Um, I always do love uh, looking up uh, Sukanik's, like his uh, combine stats and then his like Madden ratings from years ago. Hey, at least he was in the game. Let's Absolutely. just say that. Because you can change those ratings. You can go in there and change those. No problem. <laughs> Turn those sliders so up. Right for in, no problem. <laughs> hey, cash that check, baby. Oh, dude, his snapping was on point in Madden 2004. All right, take a break, and we'll get Big Suk here on Football Sunday on 1080 The Fan. Your Sunday home for college football recaps and the NFL. This is Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe on the Odyssey app and 1080 The Fan. And our last guest walking into the house of our Super Bowl party here on Football Sunday, covered in sweat, rolling all over the mats at his jiu-jitsu class. How was it, Jason Sukanik? How was jiu-jitsu this morning? Uh, it was me and a bunch of dudes, you know, that's how I like to do Sunday morning, just a Bunch of sweaty men. A lot of dudes sweat, man. That's a good thing. Very interesting. Very interesting show this morning with uh, Dusty and his little wieners, and now uh, Jason Sukanik uh, rolling around on the ground with a lot of sweaty dudes. But uh, that is how I spent my Super Bowl morning. Yes, <laughs> trying to choke, trying to choke other human beings. Hey, who can blame you? Um, I, uh, speaking of Super Bowl Sundays, uh, I believe you are the only person on uh, attending the fan that has at least been in a locker room on a uh, Super Bowl Sunday. Uh, I have to ask, though, were there any snaps? Did you get any snaps on that Super Bowl uh, game? Oh, uh, Buccaneers God, no. No, was, no, no. I, was, I wasn't even in uniform. It, Come on. They, 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 like, I'm in the stands. Like, I'm like just part of like the contingent. I'm the no, 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 no. It was a blowout, <laughs> though. Like They didn't do yeah. the whole throw the JV oh, yeah, squad in. Like, no, no go, go get no your letter today. <laughs> Yeah, no one's like, go get your pads on. No, no, no. Sweatshirt and sweatshirt and T-shirt. <laughs> so, all right, you weren't uh, in pads, but so were you in the locker room, like pregame locker room, halftime, or was it because, like, practice squad, they're like, no, you just kind of stand out in the hall? Yeah, you're just kind of out and, and about and all that stuff. So you're there for, like, some of the lead up to it. But, no, like, I always tell people, like, I was in, like, nothing to do with the Super Bowl. I mean, uh, been close to one, had lots of friends that have played in them. Uh, my roommate in college, Brett Kiesel, won a couple in Pittsburgh. So seen some of the before and after parties and it's a, uh, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Like, you know, but like leaning up, even going through the playoffs, I mean, each round it just intensifies, you know, up and, um, you know, like I said, I got a, a brief glimpse of it, but you know, you're around the game and, and you talk to people and again, being close up to it, um, there's nothing like it. I mean, that pressure is real. 
Um, it's why they have the two weeks, you know, leading up to it. I mean, there's guys that are having to try to find 75, 80 tickets, and they have to pay for those. That's not free, and right. they only get so many. So, I mean, I remember, I remember Warren Sapp, who was a I don't know. I'm not going to say he was a friend, but let's say we, we talked and were friendly. And of course he was trying to hit me up for mine. Cause I think he had to come up with, you know, 60, 70 tickets. And, um, you know, I mean, guys are, spend, guys are losing money. I mean, guys are spending hundreds of thousands of dollars to take care of friends and family. And you can't do that with a week. So I mean, that's why they have that week. The lead up to it is the guys can get all that stuff done and that the guys can party. If you don't think that some of those players were out, you know, that, that week before when they first get to Vegas, having a good time, then, you know, that's it's just not correct. Like, you want to believe that everyone is, like, hyper-focused on the game. I can assure you that plenty of players that will play significant roles in this game had a good time in Vegas for a night or two. So, and you, and you mentioned being incredibly close to the situation and how much of a stressful kind of few days this is. But we hear a lot of coaches, a lot of players saying, you know, it's kind of business as usual. But is it though? And I think no. that's the kind of yeah. Like how? No. What, what's the, what is like the typical week for a team or players prior to the Super Bowl? Well, I mean, like the y- 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 football players are, and teams are creatures of habit. So you'll have your same install days, and and they try to make that week leading up to it. They're going to try to make that as as normal as possible. And so when they say business as usual, you're talking the same thing. You're going to have the same install days. You're going to have the same, you know, pad practice. You're going to have the same walkthrough. I mean, all that stuff is routine, but you know, you're, you're in the, you're at the Super Bowl way before. I mean, most of the time, again, you're going in the day before the game, you're having the walkthrough at your home stadium and then you fly, you go to a hotel, you have your night, your film session, your review, and then you, you know, you're at the stadium the next day. The Super Bowl is not like that. So, when you hear that, yeah, it's it's business as usual. You're trying to make something as normal as possible, but you know the the pregame is is three times as long. The halftime is is a half hour in, right. as opposed to 15 minutes. So there's nothing normal about this. Like I mean, this is all coach speak where they tell you that nothing changes, and it's just not true. Of course it changes, and of course people feel pressure, and that's just the way it is. There's just so you know, that that's that's all stuff that people you know say to try to. Um, I don't know, try to normalize it and, and take emotion out of it. But watch guys when they run out of the tunnel when they're introduced. Watch guys on the sidelines and tell me if that's the same the same intensity as, as, a, as a regular season game. Or the, the, the equivalent would be like when you, when you watch a preseason game, that's different than week two. Right. And week two is different than week 12. And week 12 is different than week 17 when a playoff berth is on the line. And the wild card round is different than the NFC title game. And the NFC title game is sure is different than the Super Bowl. It just it keeps ramping up. I mean, this is the pinnacle. I remember when I was in Tampa, Lomas Brown was one of our, our tackles, and I think he had played for 17, 18 years, and this was his only time to, to, to play in a Super Bowl. And believe me, if, if you don't think that that was the most important thing to Lomas at, at that point in his life, then I just I can't, I can't begin to describe to you what someone is like after spending, you know, not just 17, 18 years in the league, but probably the 15 years leading up to that playing football I mean, that's a lifetime's achievement. And a lot of these guys realize they're not getting back. Right. I mean, Kansas City is a unique situation. This is what their fourth Super Bowl in six years. Most guys realize that when you get here, it may be your only opportunity. So, you know, not to go all M&M, but, yeah, it's, you know, it's, it's your one shot. And there ain't no guarantees to get back. So, yeah, the pressure is real and all that stuff. It's, don't, don't let anyone fool you into thinking that that's just another game. Cause it's, just, it's just not accurate. Yeah, speaking of today's game, though, I mean, I feel like this Super Bowl has been one of the harder to try and, like, pick a side or choose if someone's going to cover the spread, what team's going to win. How much stock are you putting in 
the performances over the last couple of weeks by the 49ers and the Chiefs? Or are you looking at this like, you know, all bets are off. This is not any given Sunday moment. And you you are leaning a certain uh, certain way because of whether that be the roster makeup of the 49ers because of Mahomes and Kelsey factor. Like, <clears throat> what do you like? How are you approaching the game when you're looking at breaking down these two teams going up against each other? Well, I, I don't. If you look at it a season long thing, San Francisco is a better team. They just are. Kansas City didn't look that good this year. Right. And San Francisco had that weird three-game stretch in the middle. Um, but San Francisco's been a better team and probably has an overall, I would say, player-for-player player better roster. But I don't care what happened in week six. It means nothing. Uh, coaches in the NFL, usually and now it's different because there's 17 games, but they always said that 16 weeks, four, four quarters to a season. So four-game packs. I don't care what you did in week eight. I don't care what you did in week 12. What did you do in the fourth quarter? And when you look at the fourth quarter and now we look at the playoffs, Kansas City in their three games has, has been the better team. San Francisco has not. San Francisco has been outplayed in seven of the eight quarters that they've played. And, you know, you could say they're fortunate and luck comes into it. I mean, Kansas City probably had some good fortune, too, with Baltimore letting it run down their leg when Kansas City didn't play very good in the second half. But San Francisco was flat-out outplayed in seven of the eight quarters. And, you know, if Detroit makes one play, one, in the second half, they're not here. So when I look at who's playing the better ball right now, not even close, it's Kansas City. And then when I want to look at these matchups, um, who has the better defense? It's not even close. It's, it's Kansas City. And most of the time when great offenses meet great defenses, who wins? The defense. So who has the better defense? Kansas City. Who has the better quarterback? Kansas City. Who has the better coach? Kansas City. Who has the better special teams? Kansas City. And I'm not saying San Francisco can't win, because uh, I said all this about Baltimore. And, you know, Baltimore lost. You know, Baltimore was better than Kansas City just on about every front. And we saw how that went. So, But when I look at the matchups, I, I don't see how Kansas City, to me, isn't the play here. Doesn't mean San Francisco can't win. Like I said, overall, top to bottom, probably a better roster. Their coach is plenty good. Um, they got Chris McCaffrey, who might be the best player not named Patrick Mahomes in the game. Uh, plenty of guys on defense. But I look at the way San Francisco's playing, the way Kansas City's playing, and all those matchups I just talked about. I, I to me I, I just I can't bring myself to pick against Kansas City, but I, I think it's gonna be a close game just like it was a couple years ago. So there's a lot riding on Kansas City and uh especially riding on a lot riding for one uh Andy Reid. Before Kansas City, Andy Reid was known as the guy that just couldn't get it done for whatever reason. Those great years in Philly, great teams just couldn't couldn't, you know, answer the bell. Uh now he's on the verge of his, you know, potentially third Super Bowl win. Where would that put Andy Reid and the pantheon of great coaches. See, I, I hate the, you know, you win, you're great, you lose, you're terrible. Like, Eli Manning isn't better than Dan Marino. No. Not, uh, you know, he won two. I give Eli credit. Andy Reid is greatness. Um, yeah, he's not Bill. No one's Bill. You know, but when you talk about even guys that have, have been to this many Super Bowls, so this is his fourth Super Bowl that he's been to, fifth when you include Philadelphia, he went to, was it four or five straight NFC title games uh, in Philadelphia? Andy Reid is great. I, I mean, obviously he wins. Then he really enters truly elite category because right. not many guys have won three. But whether he wins or loses, and whether this is not, uh, whether this is the end, uh, you know, there's some speculation that maybe Andy's ready to to go eat cheeseburgers and not worry about football. Um, Andy Reid is greatness, and if anyone doubts Andy Reid or feels like he needs to justify anything with this, then you're not paying attention. Uh, just off of, of quarter or, uh, coaches that I've seen in my life, um, like uh, Shula was a little before my time. 
Um, you know, I caught kind of the tail end of that. But, you know, you look at Bill Walsh, you look at Bill Belichick. Um, I, I, I just I think Andy Reid is in that category. He's not he's not the best because, you, you know, you, you can't say that. But whatever tier right behind the truly best of the best, I, I think Andy Reid is there. And I think he's a first ballot Hall of Famer and win or lose. It won't change my opinion one bit of, of, of where Andy Reid is. So is this uh, Super uh, Super Bowl Sunday for you a classic uh, Jason Sukanik uh, Sunday of just uh, sitting on the couch and or hot tub with uh, Chinese takeout, or are you uh, spending it with people at a party somewhere? No, that is uh, my, my my party was this morning. So I woke up early and uh, I lifted heavy things, and then I went and fought other men, and now I'm going to go home and eat uh, way too much Chinese food and drink way too many Coors and uh, ah, sit on my couch. No, that's my spirit I, uh, animal right there. Yeah, my gal is uh, she's off. I think she's doing wine tasting somewhere. Yeah, um, and, uh, <laughs> your your gal and my gal, they that is what yep. they're doing. They're out at their the winery out there in Yam Hill County today. So yeah, they're wine tasting, and my son is working, and so that means uh, I will be uh, unfettered on my couch, and it will be fantastic. There will uh, there will not be pants involved, and yes, at some point I like guessing heaven. that I, I'm guessing that a cigar in a hot tub will be uh, happening probably sometime after half tub or uh, after hat half time, I should say. Uh, yeah, and the more that <clears throat> I hear stories uh, from my lady friend about how you spend your time, and uh, I, I don't know if it's just this Super Bowl or just me getting older, but the whole doing nothing thing. It's phenomenal. As I start to get older, it really does sound like quite the treat. you got to lean into it more, Joe. Yeah, I think yeah, so. Yeah, there is a, you know, it's one of the, I saw a meme the other day, and it just, I've never felt more connected to something in my life. It said, my, my greatest curse is I'm the friendliest, unfriendly person you'll ever come across. <laughs> We're going to go out. We're going to have a good time. We're going to laugh. But at the end of the day, I really don't want to be there. And uh, I'm kind of mean. So <laughs> as this, I just was like, that's, that's me. I have no problems being out and about. But uh, I like being an old curmudgeon sitting at my uh, sitting at my house. So uh, today will definitely be an old curmudgeon day. Well, I will say one of the biggest upsets so far of the day is that uh, you said Coors and not vitamin R. I am quite surprised by that. Oh yeah, well I mean that's there. I mean like if you go into my uh if you go into my garage fridge, there's really if you come over to my house, you really only have two beer choices. Like I know everyone, you know, there's you know, we're Portland and uh it's beers and there's nothing I love better than going to a bar with like 72 local taps and then ordering a, a Rainier. It just yeah. pisses people yeah, off. Yeah, if, you come, if you come over to my house, there is no Coors Light. Coors Lights can get Pound sand. If you want a light beer, that's where the Rainier comes in. And if you want something a little heavier, there's banquets. There's Yellow Jackets or Stubbies. Those are the only two beers that are ever in my fridge. And if you don't like that, then uh, we can move to whiskey. And if you don't like that, leave. Yeah, I got Mickey's at the house. <laughs> oh, there you go. Little Mickey's Hornets, little Big Mouth. Absolutely. Get down with that. Again, and this could just be me uh, getting older or uh, being a cheap ass, but the more I go out and order craft beers and have to order a 7 $8 craft beer and then tip a dollar, and then I see that Coors Light on the menu for $5, I'm like, boy, I think I might have to uh, start gravitating towards the, the cheaper domestics, I no, think. I start, that's where I start. Man, give me the Coors, give me the... The Rainier, no problem. Shoot it. I'm a simple man. All right. Well, thank you, Sook. Appreciate you uh, spending some of your uh, Super, Bowl, Super Bowl Sunday with us. And um, <clears throat> enjoy the the Coors on the couch with no pants. All right, boys. Have right. a good one. Take See it easy, bud. All right. Jason Sukanik. And uh, to uh, put it all together, you can listen to him 
and Isaac Robb every Monday through Friday, 3 to 7 p.m., right here on 1080 The Fan. Well, those are two guys that really don't need a plug. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> That's one where it's just like, okay, what are we doing here? All right, hey, do you guys want to do one last final who do you love for the football season? We can't do it during basketball season? I mean, we can, but, but I mean, we shouldn't. We, you yeah. shouldn't bet on NBA basketball. No, tar- no Tarleton State or Bemidji yeah. State spreads that we want to lay some scratch on. Not, Maybe not we today. do like a uh, March Madness, uh, you know, I'm little okay. thing there. I'm okay. I'm okay with that. Um, but we will do that next. First, Jordan Schultz, Sports Center update. Who do you love? Rashad and Joe share their predictions and look back at last week to see if they still love their picks. It's time for Who Do You Love? Part of Sports Sunday on 1080 The Fan. All right. We're going to do rapid fire Super Bowl picks here just to uh, go back over what we uh, last did. Our last time we did this was the uh, divisional round. Uh, That was uh, January 21st. Uh, Rashad, you took Lions to cover six over the Bucks. Mm-hmm. They sure did. Uh, and you took the Chiefs to cover plus three against the Bills, and they sure as hell did mm-hmm. as well. You took the Blazers to cover <laughs> ten and a half against the Lakers, and uh, they definitely did not. Um, that's I guess oh, players, ouch. players mess up. Bro. I guess that's the sad part about uh, today, especially is that we have to start uh, talking and paying attention to the Blazers just a tad bit more. <sighs> Dang it! Yeah. Uh, dear God, uh, that. Do you see who started at point guard for them yesterday? I don't even know who his was name. That guy, yeah. yeah like... Who the hell was it? I didn't know the Blazers even signed him. Uh, I took Lions to cover the minus six as well. I took Bills money line, and then Sam Laporta anytime touchdown, which did not hit. Uh, Rashad, by the way, you are now standing at thirteen sixteen and one. I am standing at 16, 13, and 1. Mm. And then Jordan took Amon Ross St. Brown anytime touchdown, Kelsey anytime touchdown, and then the under and Kansas City Buffalo, which did not hit. Uh, so that brings you to a 13 and 17. So if I go 0 and 3 on my picks and Rashad goes 3 and 0, then we will finish tied. Jordan, because of that one tie that you do not have, the best you can finish is 16 and 17. So we could all basically finish right around at the same spot. You guys need a big day. Good. Now that means I'm I'm halfway right with most of my sports picks. So that means uh, if you want to I'll try and tie, we have to go all different here on our picks. Um, I, gosh, I, I'm a, I was about to say it, and it just pains me to do it, but I'm taking the 49ers to win today. I don't want to see it. That's another franchise that has one more Super Bowl against my Cowboys or um, uh, over my Cowboys, and. If they don't win today, or if they win today, I can no longer say the Cowboys have won a Super Bowl more recently than the 49ers. So it really pains me to say this. All right? I'm taking my bias out of it, but I am washing away what I've seen from the 49ers in these last two games. I am taking the pure talent of that roster up and down, and the injury aspect, I think, is uh, something to keep an eye on, especially with uh, Joe Thune out for the offensive line on the Chiefs. 49ers money line to win the Super Bowl this year. Yeah. Um. 49ers are the most talent, have the most talented roster, top to bottom, in the NFL. Um, although Kansas City has looked better over the last couple of weeks as far as their playoff games, um, the 49ers have been able to fight back in two straight games. Um, so they've shown they've been able to kind of um, fight. Although this is going to be pretty much a road game for the Chiefs. And so far this year on in the playoffs on the road, Patrick Mahomes has answered the, answered the bell. Best coach, 
best quarterback, um, best receiver, receivers, whatever you want to call it, um, on Kansas City. Um, I'm going with the Chiefs today. I think the Chiefs eke out a win. The Chiefs? Straight up, yeah. The Chiefs get the win. All right, Jordan, what you got? So for my three picks, I'm staying away from the game completely. Everybody's like, I think there's much more chance of money to be made in some serious props. You're going like, some national anthem, coin flip, I, I am Gatorade going national colors? Anthem. I am going national anthem. We'll start off with what I think is the biggest chance for a moneymaker here. Reba McIntyre singing the national anthem today, right? The time for the over-under is 90 seconds. One minute and thirty seconds. Ooh, that's a, that's good. Mm. I would. They usually put it at like the two minute mark. So. Well, it's because Reba sings it a bit quicker, so yeah, it obviously see. depends on you know. You were looking at some other ones like Demi Lovato that goes a little bit slower, but every single performance of Reba McIntyre that I've found on YouTube, on the internet, anywhere of a national anthem. Fully, like you see the complete recording of it, it was all done under 90 seconds. And the money on that is plus 110 today, guys. So I'm throwing my musician skills in here. I'm throwing my crack research skills on this. But I would, I think this is a lock for me today, under a minute and 30 seconds plus 110 for Reba McIntyre on the National Anthem. Reba going Reba. over? Under. Under going 1 under? minute 30. Under 1 minute 30. Man. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be by like a second or two. But she's quick. I'm telling you guys, you go through, you find all the recordings. She goes really fast. I would die if it was like a super plucky, upbeat country version of the national anthem. Like, like you know what I'm talking about. Not like slow. Twangy. And Extra so, twangy. <laughs> yeah. like Well, she, yeah. <laughs> oh, say, can you see? And the stars and stripes, like, just going in I, on that. I hope like, not, but we'll see. <laughs> um, I'm trying to find... Some uh, numbers here, and this is just great betting, right? Just uh, going in last second here. Uh, what's uh, Isaiah Pacheco's uh, over/under at for uh, rushing yards? Actually, no, not rushing yards. I just I- I'm going to get Pacheco anytime touchdown. That's what I want to go with. I feel like when they get near the goal line, they like giving him the ball because he just does not stop moving his mm-hmm. legs. So I don't want to mess around with yards over/under on that. I'm just going to go Pacheco anytime touchdown in this Super Bowl. Uh. There's a prop bet that says, uh, will Ludacris make an appearance at halftime? I'm saying yes. Ushers, yeah. That that is that's a good one. Ushers, what are the yeah, odds on that? One, I don't I don't even I can't even couldn't even tell you. Um, but uh, Ushers, yeah, is a huge huge part of pop culture, and so and Little John as well. So would not shock me to see both Little John and Ludacris. But you're just moment. hedging your bets with just, just a Ludacris. Just Ludacris, okay. yes. All right. Hey, he's been on a lot of State Farm commercials. He, he's back in the limelight yeah. a bit. Is there another Fast and Furious movie coming out with him? I think that, I mean, we might, we'll, might, we might see today. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> All right, Jordan, what else you got? Uh, the first touchdown score of the day, uh, Travis Kelsey's plus 600. I think the Chiefs, they're going to come out striking with their best weapons. These are usually scripted plays in the first series or two, and I do believe Travis Kelsey, uh, obviously the Chiefs, much better chance if they get the ball first, but Kelsey will be the first touchdown score of the game. That is plus 600 money. I think there's some value there. Uh, Chiefs, Kelsey first to score today. Yes, sir. That's what you're going for, all right? Um I'm trying to think, do I go actual, like, game stat, or do I just go something ancillary, like, um, you know, like Gatorade color? Um, you know, I'm going to go Gatorade color, and, of course, the one that I want to choose has the uh, the best odds at plus 240, orange. I feel like orange Gross. is a uh, – listen, I'm not crazy about the flavor. I am a big, cool blue or Glacier Freeze fan, uh, whatever the purple one's called, too. I want that purple stuff. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, but I'm going to go orange Gatorade on the winning team. I swear to God, if I lose and go 0-3 and Rashad catches up and Jordan catches up because of the damn Gatorade color or Ludacris showing up or Reba's over-under on National Anthem time, I'm going to lose it. Orange Gatorade. Locked in. Um, Let's see. Uh, I'm going to go with... Um, Jeez, Louise. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Travis Kelsey have more, uh, 11 or more receptions. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say no on that. It's at 11? It says, yeah, have uh, Travis Kelsey to have 11 or more receptions. That's a That's trap. a huge no. Jeez. So that's probably the easiest money I'll make is with that one. 11 intercepts. So under 11, yeah. you're saying. Under 11. Uh, that is a lot. All right, Jordan, last one, buddy. Yeah, I'm really going crazy with the prop bets. Uh, this one popped up this week. Will the broadcast mention Brittany Mahomes being in a Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue? That news came out in the last few days. Brittany? Yes, Brittany Mahomes. Yeah, you know Patrick yeah. Mahomes' wife, Brittany, will be featured in, and I'm surprised, I thought Sports Illustrated was going bankrupt, but apparently the swimsuit edition still I happening. I thought they were, <laughs> that's, that's like the uh, only thing they're going to do going th forward. Yeah, that's confusing <laughs> to me, but the money there, plus 400, it doesn't say like they're going to show a picture of her, they're not, they're not preview it, but just mentioning it, so if Tay-Tay's on the screen, and then you got Brittany Mahomes, which will most likely be near Tay-Tay, or they get mentioned together, there's a chance of that coming up in conversation, so what, plus 400? I'll take that money, baby! So you're saying just any time... Brittany Mahomes mentioned. mentioned being on, not the cover, but the, just the, in it. it Sports Illustrated uh, swimsuit issue. Being wow. in Sports Illustrated swimsuit issue is the exact bookie wording. Wow, babe, you look super hot in that. Well, if Brent Musker, Musburger were calling the game, we'd all know what he'd be saying, right? Uh, by the way, has anybody told Sports Illustrated about a thing called Pornhub? Because I don't know if we need the swimsuit edition anymore. No. When I they find out about know. that, then they're just going to be like, what are we even doing at this point? Olivia Dunn to... was posting the same pictures on Instagram. So, All right. We will uh, see what the final standings are next week. But let's wrap things up on our final Football Sunday of the Year right here on 1080 The Fan. Football Sunday with Rashad and Joe. Brought to you by Grillwork Supply Company on Portland's sports leader, 1080 The Fan. One Jordan Schultz said I only have about 30 seconds, which is all I ever need, baby. Mm, that's what I heard. Hey, appreciate you, Rashad. Appreciate you, My Jordan, God, for man. another successful football season. First one together, all three of us. And I am ready for Here's uh, Sports Sunday. To many more, guys. Yes. Sports Sunday coming back next Sunday. Love all you. Appreciate you. Have a great Super Bowl Sunday. Peace. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Odyssey celebrates Mother's Day, brought to you by T-Mobile. You can count on T-Mobile to help you stay connected on America's largest 5G network. 